Welcome to the K Wrestling Show. Welcome to a new segment we are calling Push or Flush. Nice. It's cool, it? It's cool. Good humor. All around. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes, the premise essentially of this is we are going to have two wrestlers on the screen and we are basically going to choose one who deserves a push and one who we. Oh, well, I should... feel like I'm stealing gimmicks there. So... You know, one gets it up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, let's not do that. Well, yes, we're not going to do that at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so someone we think deserves a push, and then the other we're going to have to decide to flush. So the idea, guys, is that this is meant to be a tough choice. Mm-hmm. So when you get into wrestlers who appear on the screen, then we have to put pick one to to flush, as it were. It's it's just a game. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but no, we do not want anyone to lose their livelihood. It's, it's a game. We have to. It has so, to be a difficult choice, trips, or it's no fun. Trips, Vince. We know you're watching this. Oh, you're listening to this. So don't fire these people. It's just, writing it all down. You know, it's tricky because they're all so What if good. this coincidentally coincides with all the races that come in July and then we do look really bad? Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Ah. Um, well, no, this is, this is, the, the idea is it's meant to be a tough choice. That's what makes the game fun, right? Yes. So, you know, obviously these are going to be comparable. They're meant to be. I can see a few on here though, because, you know, you don't know any of these, do you? No. To be fair, uh, I've just put them together and I've not even given it much thought myself. Yeah. But I think some of these you're going to look at and it's going to go, that one. Um, I mean, that, but again, that we'll all see. falls from a personal bias, doesn't it? It does. You know, it does. So we'll move on to the first one, shall we? So the first okay, let's go. set of wrestlers we have available LA Knight oh. and Montez Ford. Okay, okay, okay. Over to you. I'm going to give you reasoned um, okay. responses to this. I'm not going to just do what I normally do and moan about LA Knight for an hour. <laughs> Montez gets the push. Okay. LA Knight gets the flush. And there's the reason. I'll go into the usual bollocks that I normally say with LA Knight in the fact that his WWE run so far mm-hmm. has been a bit of a damp squib, right? Yeah. However, what I will say is, funnily enough, the match between these two this week gone. Uh, it was actually a banger, and it was actually made LA Knight look really quite impressive. Mm. And as far as the crowd goes, he should be the one getting the push because he was over as fuck. However, I'm going to say that Montez gets the push because he's clearly got bags of personality. He's clearly talented as fuck in the ring. He's also got age on his side, which um, obviously LA Knight is. Uh, he's not old, old by any means, but he's he's sort of further on in his career, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're only just starting to see the the fruition of, of Montez as a solo star. Uh, obviously, he's still part of the Street Profits, but getting yeah. like time like this for the money in the bank and whatever. Um, I think, personally, for me, Montez gets the push on the basis that I think there's a lot more he could do with the push. Okay. So for me, Anthony, I'm going to give the push to LA Knight. Oof. Okay. So my reasons not to give it to Montez is I don't actually think he should be split up. I feel like okay. the Street Profits should stay together. And I feel like it's unfair to Dawkins, who's so been working his ass off. <laughs> yeah, you both get fucked. Um, <laughs> so I think it's unfair to Dawkins, who's been busting his ass. And like, how annoying must that be? Like, you know, there's always a Genetti and there's always a Sean, right? Hmm. Um, and I, I'm not convinced that Montez... Are you suggesting Dawkins killed the guy? <laughs> Allegedly, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure Montez is um, the Sean of this group. To be honest, oh, I feel like blasphemy. everyone's just assuming that, and it's like he's super talented and he's got a lot of ability. Mm. But I've not been blown away by anything he's done on the mic. No, I do think his career is sort of in its infancy in that sense, though. Mm. I think um, 
somebody's mentioned this the other week. Oh, funny enough, Cody Rhodes was saying a similar thing about MJF mm. that you're not seeing him in his final form. Yeah. Like, give him like another five to ten years, and we'll see a more complete wrestler. Yeah. And I think that that goes for people like Montez yeah. as well, which might be fair. Who, uh, in that that finding themselves stage of their career, you can't really determine that and go. Oh, I get what you're saying. There's not been he, he, yeah. he, right now. The more yeah. complete package is. LA Knight. Yeah, which is but, why um, I think Montez has got all the time in the world. Maybe. And I, I think we need to see whether he is going to be the breakout star people are thinking he is. There's been a lot of people over the years that we've gone, oh, he's trying to break out. He's gonna, just well, exactly. And then rope you. Give him a hammer or something. Let him fucking, you know, let him. You know, you make me break out. Um, so, yeah, so for me, it's going to be LA Knight. You know, now is the time to do it. The fans are super over on him, as you've already said, from an age standpoint. You know, he's like, what, 40 now? Push him now. Um, <laughs> so, Push him now, quick. Yeah. If it's okay. not now, then when's it going to be? So the fans love him. Um, he's super over, and it makes sense, I think, to... Um... Okay, so we disagree on the first one. That's interesting. Yes, so I'm going to say push LA Knight, and I'm going to flush Montez for now. Bad times. Which takes us over to the next one. We have Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. Two breakouts of NXT. It's tricky. Of course it's tricky. Push Roxanne. Okay. But why? This honestly, this comment it's a difficult one, this because this kind of goes for both. Mm. Like when I say this. Um but they both I think Chorus is like more obvious in the sense that they seem to be trying to manufacture something that happened organically previously. Right. In that Chorus like your your page. Do you mm. know what I mean? And it's sort of thing. Sometimes I think they're trying to make Roxanne more of an AJ kind of yeah. character but I don't think it's as I think Roxanne has her own sort of style and personality mm. away from that whereas Cora just seems to be like well, let's try and make that edgy punk rocky girl again okay. and that's no disrespect to her but that that's what it feels like it feels like a, a WWE manufactured thing that it just doesn't feel as organic as it should so for me on that basis I would push Roxanne because it just feels more natural okay we disagree again. Go Cora Jade. I would push Cora Jade because um, she really impressed me with her heel work. I think when she was kind of the goody-goody, I think I agree that they were kind of going, well, let's see if we can recreate a bit of a page here. Um, but when she turned heel, I don't know, she she kind of changed my perspective on her a little bit, I think. Um, I think she can pull off that heel gimmick. Obviously, they're both great in the ring and stuff. The problem with Roxanne for me I don't think she knows what her gimmick is. Mm. She kind of feels like generic babyface superstar number four. Do you know what I mean? It's like, she's good. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, we've put them both on because they're both awesome. Um, but I just can't see her breaking out and ha- and being able to diversify herself. In that sense. But yeah, but like yeah. If, if she gets called up to the main roster, she'll. I think she'll just get swept up because she's not that different at the moment. And it's hard to kind of stand out, I think, on the main roster. And that's why you you know you fall into traps that a lot of people fall into because oh, I think if Cora gets tag titles and then complain about the women's <laughs> well yeah exactly but if Cora gets any names if Cora gets brought up I feel like she would have she she'd get a push because she would be something different she'd be because there's no one there today and I, I get the comparisons to Paige but yeah. you can't look at anyone today and go do you know what there's already someone like that yeah I mean no I agree so you're gonna push Sky Blue. Well, Sky Blue's in AW. It's not part of this, is she? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to make the point that. Do you know what? So you're right, like though. There is, there is, 
but WWE doesn't have her at the disposal. Yeah. I think if the conversation would have been Cora or Sky Blue, that would have been a much more difficult conversation. Yeah, to I be guess. Fair. Yeah. But out of these two, I'm going Cora. Fine. So sorry, wrong Roxanne, you, want. you get flushed. Um, so only by you. Well, yeah. So we disagreed on both basically. Yeah. So so far, stalemating all round. We love everyone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Let's go to the next one. We've got Ethan Page and Ricky Starks. Now, these are two guys, and obviously you're, you're, you're going to go first, but I just want to say these are two guys who seem to be the next breakout star in AEW. Mm. For me, it's Ricky, just because I find them more likable. I can't really mm. put a, a solid reason on that. I think they're both at very similar points in their career, and in, in terms of like fan reaction, I suppose. But like I've not been as big a fan mm. of... Ethan, so it, for me it's Ricky. Ricky's the more likable star, and therefore the one I think should get more of a push. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Hey, with you. agreed on one. Um, the thing with Ethan Page is, um, I just I don't really get him. Like people, people kind of look at him and go, "Oh, he's he's going to be the next big thing." He's not an amazing talker. He's not amazing in the ring. Kind of just he kind of reminds me of Sean Spears. Yeah, well, it's like. He's kind of, like he's all he right. wants to be over. Like, oh. you know, some people kind of love him for whatever reason. But at least with Ricky, you know he's a really good promo. Mm. And he's always improving in the ring. Yeah. And he's just got something. Yeah. A bit of, like, star and quality. Every, it, I think the only problem with Ricky at the minute is it's, it's not consistent. Yeah. But you, you regularly get, like, echoes of what he will be or what he could be. Like when he um, cut a promo on MJF that time. Yeah. Someone like that. And you go, there's echoes there of like, this is this is who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. But it's not consistent at the minute. And that might be more from a booking point of view. But you can definitely see the future there. You know what I mean? I remember um, it was on Rose to the Top. And I think he was like, it was when he was going to cut that promo. And I think he was like really nervous and wasn't sure like what to say or if it, if it was going to land well and stuff. And I, I wonder if he gets in his own head. Because when he's allowed Maybe. to just let go. Yeah. I think he, he does come across as... Like, people make these the, the Rock comparison all the time. People love to just make these comparisons and put pressure on people. Yeah, He's yeah. not the Rock. He's never going to be the Rock. Yeah, and unfortunately, it gives you something that you have to then try and live up to. Yeah. Yeah, which is so, crazy. Yeah. I don't get it. But for me, out of these two, I just don't get it with Ethan Page, unfortunately. Um, whereas Ricky, I could I can see something yeah, there. I agree. Star power. Well, what do you know? We agreed on one. About time, I say. I love it. So the next two, Anthony, back to WWE. We've got Riddick Moss and we've got Rick Boogs. Can I flush both? <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, fuck's sake. You've got to pick one and you've got, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> That's what, I didn't, I'm not going to say everyone's on the cusp of being pushed. It's just if you had to push one of them. Well, let's push Riddick. <laughs> he, had to, he had to put up the 24-7 title long enough that I feel sorry for him. He needs a push. Okay. Plus, he's, he's got less of a hateable face. <laughs> is, there, is there enough reasons? Yeah, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I haven't got real reasons. I don't give a fuck. But, uh, no, if I had to push one, I'd say Riddick. I'd say, you know, just even just on the look there, you go, Riddick seems like the, the more uh, professional. Right? He's a more of a Vince McMahon guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vince McMahon's not in charge anymore. Or is he? Who knows? Um, do you know what? I'm struggling with this one massively. Um, they've both got... Charisma. At the minute, Boogs shows more charisma because he's kind of afforded the opportunity to. I'm not saying it's good charisma, oh. but he's all there going, you know. When he was doing like the Shinsuke Nakamura 
and it was like, you know, cool. Like, you look at him and you think, could he be, go down, like, the whole Freddie Mercury kind of gimmick route or something, because that's what he looks like? Are they going to go down a Ravish and Rick Rude gimmick with him or something like that? So there's stuff you well, could do. we've already got a Rick Rude knocking around somewhere in Bobby yeah. when yeah. he gets back off injury. Um, so you could go with that, but I don't know. Riddick took on Madcap, and it was awful. It was terrible, right? Yeah. And now he's kind of just back as Riddick. But you don't think he's, he's had a good cycle of paying his dues with the whole... He Mad has. Cat Moss and the 24-7 title features and all that. He you know? has, but I didn't okay. see anything that kind of jumped out at me to say, okay, with a bit of tweaking, he could be this. Mm. Do you mean? They both got the look to some degree. Riddick's obviously a bit more polished, but I'd, I'd go with Boogs, you know. I don't yeah. quite know what I'd do with him. Oil, you know? <laughs> I don't quite know what I would do with him. Um, you could even do some kind of, like, I, I like Elias. It's a shame. I just like guys, big hairy guys with guitars. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Apparently. Um, and, yeah, you know, what is it? Drew McIntyre, and, you know, this guy. He's got a sword, not a guitar. Well, swing. Swing around. As long as around that they can swing, that's all I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, I will go with uh, Rick Boogs, I think, for this one. Okay. Uh, controversial. Back to disagreeing again. So, the next on the list, we've got... I think that's going to be particularly ah! difficult for you. We've got Chad Gable and we've got Butch, as he is now known, or Pete Dunn, if he, you know, hasn't got the Butch gimmick. You're a bastard. I know. I really I'm wanted to see your reaction to bastard. this one. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to think it no, over? No, no. You know what? I can't find any real reason for this, so I'll, give, I'll, I'll go off purely off this basis. I'm going to go with, like, not hometown, home country loyalty here. I'm going to give the push to, to Pete Dunn. Okay. Right, it's just because he's he's, he's British. He's British, <laughs> because these two are both fucking awesome, and yeah. I, I want them both to be pushed. I know I can't play that game, so if I only can push one, I'm gonna push Pete just out of loyalty. Damn. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Pete was fantastic when he was the bruiser weight and stuff. Mm. I've not really loved the the whole Butch thing, but that's not really his doing. Like he is scrappy do at the minute. Yeah. yeah. But that's no different to when Gable was Shorty G. Again, mm. it wasn't his, but. Fair. Either way, the pair of them, you look at them and go, there's, there's, they're stars, yeah. right? They need the opportunity. It was such a, like, I've had to give such a silly reason because, like, like Gable, absolute fucking legend. Yeah. Like, his whole gimmick at the minute, that's yeah. that's going to be what makes him a star. Like, being able to embrace, we've had this conversation with Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. But um, being able to embrace the, the more ludicrous yeah. and actually make that into something is just awesome. Yeah. And, what, what like, I was honestly, I was like, what are they doing with the whole... Um, Maxine stuff. Like yeah. I thought they were going to take Otis away from him. Yeah, and kind of coming Academy, together a little bit. He's joined Alpha Academy, and I actually think that's fucking yeah. awesome as well. Yeah, the, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, it, well, I, is, I, I put this in to mess with your head. Basically, for me, I'm going to go with Gable because mm. how could you not? For me, he could be another Kurt Angle. I know we just said stop making comparisons, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> you look at him and he's like a he's a, a silver medalist at the Olympics. You know, he's a fantastic amateur wrestler. He's strong as shit. The amount, like the, that bloody thing he does, the um, lift up super, the super, super oh, yeah, yeah. on the fucking heaviest of people. Yeah, it's the, the charisma has cut, that's come out of him now as well. Yeah. He, he is, he's a fucking, he should be pushed right now. Um, should be. Um, if he was literally a couple of inches taller, be fucking to the yeah, you'd have the world right, and it's such a shame. Like, I don't think it should make a difference. You know, it didn't stop right. <laughs> so know. why is it? Why is it stopping him? Why? Why is a couple of inches so important? <laughs> <laughs> yes, about the about the motion in the uh, ring, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling ring. Um, 
Nice. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Gable. So we somehow so. end up disagreeing again. We have, yeah. Nice. We've only agreed once so far. Um, so next on the list to talk about, we've got, and again, going over to AW this time for, again, two breakout stars of Daniel Garcia and Willie Utah. Hmm. I'll probably go Utah. I'm going to give Utah the push, Garcia the flush. That's based on... Um, I don't know, I think Utah's done quite well. I know he's probably not... Well, this is the whole point, isn't it? I was going to say he's not really had much of a push. <laughs> he's just been part of that faction, but I think he's Somehow, done really well. if you give him exactly, that opportunity. Yeah. But I think he's done really well with the Blackpool Combat Club. I think it's helped mm. legitimise him. I think having the nod from people like Daniel Bryan and that has really been good for, for making him sort of like be seen as like the future of the biz. And um, I don't know, I just think there's a bit more about him for a push, in all fairness. Okay. Won't come as a surprise to you. I'm going to disagree. So for me, with Utah, I kind of feel like they're forcing him down our throat. Like he's winning all the matches for the BCC. Yeah, I, yeah, and I they're kind of like, oh, it's Wheeler Utah. And I'm like, I might have asked, actually. <laughs> when... You want Wheeler to be a thing? <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, like when Garcia was having the whole um, thing with, oh, is he going to join the Jericho Appreciation Society or not? Or is he going to join the Blackpool Combat Club? And, you know, that was more compelling to me. Mm. And I feel like he showed more range. <laughs> Let me take off my monocle here. Um, <laughs> he showed more range in range. his ability. Mm. For, I mean, they've both got bags of in-ring ability. Wheelie Utah can't talk, uh, right? Mm, yeah, I'll give you that. Garcia is not the best. But he's showing more promise. Yeah, yeah there's I'll more give, promise there for me. Do you know um, what? I think you might have converted me. Okay. Just uh, get your uh, <laughs> heat plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, I think I think I might actually join your team on this one. Okay, let's give Garcia the push because, you, like you say, as far as the complete package goes, yeah, you, you can't. I can't say anything for Wheeler Utah in terms of being able to talk. So I think you're right. I think Garcia probably has more potential yeah. as an all round. To your point, they really want him to be a thing, hmm. but I just don't think it's landing that he's yeah. a thing. Whereas I think Garcia could. So you, you've convinced me. Perfect. Um, on to the next one. Then we've got Mia Yim. And we've got Zia Lee. I already know who I want to pick. I'm just trying to find a reason. Okay. Um, Zia Lee is okay. going to be my push. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's definitely... It's hard to pinpoint why. I think there's definitely something there. I think if WWE got behind it and gave it a push as one of the, the biggest threats in the women's division, it'd be fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... That's no disrespect to Mia Yim, but when you look at Mia Yim, it's just she's one of the the best friends now, and she she's like, well, you know, I'll join the the group of friends that don't ever really hit the top, but the mm. the mates with the people at the top. That's that's where she is right now, and it just makes it harder to sort of look and go, well, should she get a push? She's talented as fuck, mm-hmm. but um, I just see more potential in Zaylee. I think she could actually be like, like a, how do you put it, like an intimidating presence in the women's division, and I think that's what it needs. Nice. I'm going to agree. Nice. With you. Um, when Zia Lee, when she had those um, vignettes uh, before her debut, I was like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. And she came out, was fucking badass. He looked at her and was like, holy shit, like women's division's on notice, right? Yeah. Mia Yim or Michin or whatever she's like, as you've said, like, I don't look at her as a threat. Do you know what I mean? Kind of just go, I don't really know where she fit. I put um, Mia Yim. And kind of Candice LeRae on a similar level. Mm. They're very talented. They just don't have it. Yeah. And I'm going to piss a lot of people off, but they just don't, right? Yeah. 
they will they will never ascend to a championship yeah. because they're fun. They can be quirky. People like them and they're talented, but they just don't have it. Yeah, Zaya Lee has it. She has the look as well as the you ability. Want, you want me to try and piss people off as well? Go on. Zaya Lee, right? As far as um, the, the way she puts herself across and the way like they've put the character across is everything that Ronda Rousey wishes she was in WWE. <laughs> yeah, do you in know WWE. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Like, the th- thing with Ronda is, they tried to make a talk. Yeah. And unfortunately for Ronda, and she can't help herself, she's not a likable person. Well, do you know what? I was fine when she talked and wasn't great on the mic, but now she's moved from talking to whining. Yeah. Which is a bit annoying. Like, even when she won the tag belt, she was like, oh, there's not even enough women to do... It's like, oh, f- off. Yeah. She, but, she, just, um, she doesn't speak like a promo. She speaks like she's just talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really jarring. But, <laughs> the, the vibes you get from Zaylee, the whole like oh, the, the women's division being put on notice, that mm. is what we should have got from Ronda. Yeah. And we didn't. Yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to see like a reversal of, of the role as well as having Zaya be presented as like the fucking big deal and having a, a bloke be the one to like, you know, speak for her and be the be her valet. I know, yeah, that would be. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, right. they kind, they've of... kind of got to be rear and Dom. But yeah. It's like a joke. Yeah. Right? Like what? Like, we know Rhea's a badass, but it's like a, a comedy thing. Well, to be honest, the, the problem with the Rhea and Dom thing is she, like, how do I put it? The, the relationship is, it's a joke because you could lift him out of it and she'd still be Rhea and still be a, a fucking badass. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm. all the stuff she's doing and people are loving her for isn't really mm. Dom. Related. I mean, some of the comedy stuff is, but like, when she's like, uh, throwing like KO into barricades and stuff like that. That's just her being a fucking badass. Yeah, but I can see that with Zaya Lee. I couldn't see that with me. Um, no, like she's not going to be having um, Anderson Gallows. Like, you know, she's not going to be the leader of them, is she? No. Whereas Zaya Lee could be. I mean, uh, the the leader is AJ, and like they are. I think this is the trouble she's put herself. Like, well, not put herself because it's like from a booking standpoint. But the way they always convey the Good Brothers or the OC has always been like their perpetual followers. And it's who do they follow? They follow AJ. They, you know, if he disappeared, they'd follow Finn. They just need someone to follow. They're like minions. You know yeah. what I mean? Right from the show. Oh. Um, and she sort of joined their ranks to go. Well, let's all follow AJ and do what AJ yeah. is doing. I, I, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I just can't see it going anywhere. So I'm gonna go Zali. I'm gonna join you. Join nice. you on The next one, Anthony. Ricochet or Mustafa Ali? Mustafa. They must have got more about him. I think the only thing Ricochet's really got about him, and uh, it's no disrespect to him because he's incredibly good at what he does, but he can do flippy shit. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's impressive. Like, he can jump from the ring to the floor. Mm. Like, when he was in NXT and he was feuding with Velveteen Dream, everyone was like, oh, when he dived out the ring that way. It was impressive mm. as fuck. But I don't really think he's got the rest of the package. He's not, actually, in terms of being a wrestler, he can do some flippy shit, but he's not like. In a technical wrestler point of view, I don't think he's actually that great. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's much of a talker. But I think Mustafa Ali has shown that he's capable of a lot. He just hasn't been given the right tools. Like, okay. like the only thing that made the retribution stuff like even slightly good was Mustafa Ali, and then they decided to fucking ruin that as well. But like when they brought him in and been like I was the hacker and this is my group now and so on like that, you go, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere. And then yeah. they still fucked it up. But that wasn't Ali's fault, do you know what I mean? I think mm. he's got so much more potential and <clears throat> with the right character work. I think you mentioned the other week 
when he was coming out with the the LED mask and the hand thing and all that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then they they went away from it, and now he's just a jobber. Mm-hmm. But he, I think he just shows much more potential than Ricochet. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you. What? Right? You're, you're a Rick guy? Yes. My reason is, Ali's had them opportunities. He's had four or five opportunities to get himself over with four or five different gimmicks, and he hasn't done it, right? You say what you want about Ricochet. He hasn't really had that many opportunities to get himself over. With oh, you remember he got that opportunity to, to <clears throat> go up against uh, Brock Lesnar? Exactly. Um, and get a rag Now, I didn't watch much of Lucha Underground, but when he was on Lucha Underground and he was under a mask... Uh, Prince Puma. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Was he though? Right? He was fucking awesome. Was he though? He was. Or did he say, right? I'm going to do the flip and I'm going to jump over the ropes? Well, some people some people love flippy shit, some people don't. I think he can do flippy shit that other people can't do in WWE. He can. Which is a differentiator. Well, I think whereas that, Ali. Because he can, all WWE do is make him do flippy shit and not much else. Well, exactly. Where if I'm going to push him, I won't do that. I you think he not. needs. I think he needs to be retooled. He needs to like imagine if he had a similar gimmick to Ali's first one, but then he can do more exciting stuff on top of that as well. So I'd put him. I'd do something where it's not. He's not just generic guy who can do flippy shit, but there's a darker side to him. Think of like Finn Balor's demon, right? But as Ricochet, what would he be? Can't be the demon. You know, I'm not saying that it will be. Oh. I'm not going to book the gimmick. I'm just saying I would push him because I think if you repackage him from Ricochet, pew, right, even his name, just call him pew, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's shit. Shikoshay. Um, Shitoshay. So give him a different name. Give him a different gimmick. I mean, it'd have to be something you copyright on. And uh, let him do his thing. And I think he would get over more than he is now. Because people just kind of look at him and go, oh, it's Ricochet. When, you know what I mean? I mean, think if they didn't fuck up scripts. Because <laughs> that was fucked up, right? Think of, because Reggie can do flippy shit, right? Ricochet's significantly better than Reggie, so don't yeah, make that comparison, significantly. right? But they went, well, let's take him off TV and repackage him as scripts. And it was like, ooh. And then he's like, it's just fucking Reggie. If yeah, you did Reggie this with, with a shit mask. If you did it with, with Ricochet and you kind of, do you know, perfect example. Uh, Impact, TNA, suicide. Do you even know what that is? They had a, a, a guy, I think it was Christopher Daniels was in for a bit, right? But they brought in this brand new character who was under a full mask, full body suit, and he did awesome stuff, and everyone loved him. They didn't know who he was. That's what I'd do to Ricochet. Push to the Put moon. A question mark on his face. To the moon. He didn't have a question mark on his face. He has a skull face. Stop making it up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going Ricochet. You can have Ali if you want. Fine. Ali. You know Ali. <laughs> Down the road. Yeah. Um, which takes us to the next one. Based on their awesome um, match that they had the other week, Anna Jay. And I forgot her name. How bad's that? Julia Hart. <laughs> See, I was trying to like, I was trying to throw that out. So I just forgot. Um, Anna Jay. I'm not sure what you're I'm doing. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I guess Sorry, he, he's trying to get um, me to focus on Anna Jay, which. Um, no, I just, I know that you tend to focus on Anna Jay. So, uh, Anna Jay or Julia Hart. Kind of reluctantly, mm. Anna J. Okay, right, and I only say kind of reluctantly because I feel like, as an Anna J. loyalist, she's put the work in. I think she's certainly in recent months shown that she she's like more than capable in the ring, and I think is definitely a future talent, um, for AEW. But at the same time, it's kind of reluctantly because 
Julia since joining the House of Black and since the whole story of the House of Black has really shown a different side to herself. And I mm-hmm. feel like, again, it's it's similar sense. Like she's reinvented herself almost completely and it's working. And she, she's again shown was that as willingness to be creative with a character, but obviously bags of talent as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a really tough one, but I'm going to carry on being an Anna J loyalist here. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. Um, I I think for what Julia's done in such a short amount of time to come in as a cheerleader, cheerleader valet to then go on to basically learn how to wrestle and completely have a gimmick change and yeah. become super intriguing and has been fantastic. TV more than uh, the people she was valeting for. Exactly. Right? It's been awesome. But Anna J for me when we saw her as like this magician weird gimmick and it was like okay I can see something oh, there. Man, I nearly forgot about um, but then you know, she's slowly but surely kind of built herself up. And I think she's she's got she's got it. You know what I mean? She has got talent. I'd love to see in a, a couple of years' time the likes of Anna Jane Tyconti being the, the people vying for yeah. the title. Do you know what I mean? Anna's got something. Yeah. And she's she's now she's layering on top of that like a bit of attitude and stuff yeah, like yeah. you know, what was her new um a new gimmick that she had the new t-shirt that she had and stuff do you know what I mean that's what she joined the JAS something about a fucking fat ass or whatever right yeah, but it's stuff like that remember, where she's like yeah, something like she's that, leaning like, into that, yeah. stuff like that instead of just being like generic you know what I mean yeah. goody goody it's like now she's a, a badass yeah I like how um, it's only a minor thing but I like how when they, they um, put um, title cards and stuff up where they're involved it's Anna JAS I know yeah that's it's a nice touch but like even when she was kind of doing that like um, I'm going to choke you out or whatever she was doing you know what I mean it was like you'd laugh at it but it was like again that's charisma isn't it so yeah, it's like exactly. she's showing she can, charisma, turn, she yeah. can turn that into something for sure and I think um, as long as she keeps working at it she can definitely be a champ to be fair agreed Finn Balor Damien Priest Battle of Judgment Day this is actually quite an easy one because um, there was there was a time this wouldn't have been an easy one but um, for me Damien Priest, he's the future of the fucking company anyway. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Yes, he, he, he's super talented. He needs maybe a little bit of Gunther work. would like old, a word. <laughs> maybe a little bit of work on the um, on the mic skills still. But um, the Judgment Day run has been fantastic for him. <clears throat> and um, Finn has kind of gone the opposite direction. There was a time I would have said, no, Finn. Finn all day. But like he seems to, to push away from the demon stuff. Um. I don't really like what he is with the Judgment Day anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's just something that he's kind of petering out a little bit now as far as like a, being a draw, to yeah. me anyway. Uh, whereas Damien, I think at some point he's going to walk away from the Judgment Good Day. Good job he's not about up. to have a World Heavyweight Championship uh, feud with Seth Rollins. And that seems like that's the way that's going. Mm. <clears throat> but um, now Damien, he's a future world champion. Certainly maybe in the in uh, coming up pretty soon, he might be a future IC title holder. Don't yeah. Know. But uh, he's definitely he's got a, a, like the whole company in, in front of him. At some point, yeah. he's going to be one of the biggest things there. Do you know what? I'm also going to push Damien Priest over Balor. I all the same reasons you've said. When he was um, Demon Balor back in NXT, he was cool. He was intriguing. When he went the whole Balor Club stuff, and now he's just Finn Balor and like the whole Prince stuff, whatever. Yeah, it's just shit. Right? Like I feel like it worked in Japan. Um, I get why it worked in Japan. But now that he's over here, I just, I just don't get it. There's not really anything to him. No, and I think this is the problem. You can have, you can be as edgy and gimmicky as he's you want. Edgy, you though, have, oh, yeah, he spells Prince with an X in it somewhere though, <clears throat> and stuff like that. Yeah. And you go, okay, but there's no, it doesn't really back it up. No. Like 
even uh, now, I think even now, now he's kind of being the Weasley heel, so he doesn't he doesn't back it up. Just well, now it's like the well. worst fucking incarnation of him. To be fair, it's like he's just as it's like on par with Dom. He's like almost like the joke character of the group. He's just there and he says like stupid stuff. Mm. It's like really. Um, so I feel like he's just kind of not even plateau, but just being on a downward spiral. So yeah, Damien, I agree. He's um, he's got the size, he's got the build, he's got the skills. He's worked on himself. Mad to see what you know how he used to look a few years yeah, ago insane. and stuff. Like absolutely insane. He's absolutely yeah. killing it. Um, you know, he's a massive drawer in like Puerto Rico as well and places like that. Yeah. So I can... I'm I'm really glad that they they sort of gave him a, a like a bit of prominence, um, up against Bad Bunny and stuff as well. Like. I know why they did it. Typical mm. WWE booking, but at the same time, it let people see him. And yeah. you know what? Why the fuck not? Well, exactly. Um, it's got more eyeballs in that match probably than anything. Because people, anyone would be like, "Bad Bunny wrestling against mm. this guy. Who's exactly. that guy?" Um. So yeah, for me, Bad Bunny versus Badass. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> but, say like he's another Undertaker ever because it's easy to lean into that gimmick. But maybe like he reminds me of Edge, a bit. Yeah. A I, ironically, the former leader of the Judgment Day. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Maybe that could be why as well. But yeah, so I'm also going to go with Damien Priest. Nice. Our penultimate one. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Jungle uh, Boy. Actually, it's not that oh. Jungle Boy. <laughs> Griff Garrison. This is, um, it's one that I actually think you and me will find this decision really easy. And yeah. I think a lot, I think of, people be polarizing may, to a lot, lot of people, people might disagree. But I think we're both quite clear that we're not actually that over on Jack Perry. So no. I don't think it'll be any surprise. I'm going to say, let's push Griff. Yeah. You know, friend of the show, two-time uh, guest of the show, um, just an all-round awesome dude. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And I've mentioned this when we spoke to him. But um, which time? I stand. <laughs> I stand by um, my point that I think athletically he's actually more talented than uh, than Jack Perry. Yeah. His vertical leap is insane. Yeah. And um, when he gets an opportunity to to display his talent in the ring, he always looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to agree with you obviously that was always going to be the case but um, and again I don't know why I just seem to let people who are like Edge but Jim Ross said didn't he he's like a young Adam Copeland he's a young Edge I can see that all day Yeah. the thing is with him which Edge struggled with at the time was he needs to get better at his promos and his mic skills the thing is, it's funny that but fucking Jungle Boy yeah, can't talk this is, this is the thing the, the weakness for both of them probably is the promo and the mic skills mm-hmm. but Griff is already better than Jack at yeah, that so which is mad. Like it, it baffles me. Like obviously Griff was like a meme, wasn't he? Under the late, you know, Brody Lee, fantastic at what he did. Who yeah. the fuck's Griff Garrison? Yeah. But it's like, who the fuck's Jungle Boy? Like, <laughs> no. let's you know, give give um give yeah. Griff a shot, man. Honestly, it's always and this is no no offense to um Brian Pillman Jr. It's always puzzled me that like the 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 perceived draw of the Varsity Blondes was Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Like that pissed me off. He's well. more talented yeah. than. Him. I agree. All, all due respect, and yeah. I I know like obviously the friends so. They probably wouldn't really want that comparison, but the reality is that's what AEW do, and that's what the fan base do. Is they go, oh, it's Brian Pillman Jr. I don't, well, you think I don't to, get it. Think back to the Hollywood Blondes. You know, um, it was Austin definitely uh, broke out more than uh, Pillman did, didn't he? Obviously, Jeez. stuff happened with uh, Pillman, but yeah. um, you know, we asked Griff, didn't we? Any chance of you shaving your hair and becoming a Stone Cold Griff Garrison? And he was <laughs> like, gets pretty hot, so you never know. <laughs> um, imagine that, like, comes out with you know a whole different look. <laughs> never know. But nice. um, um, now I think I think it's an easy choice for us. I'll be a polarizing one, as you say, because a lot of people are behind Jack Perry, mm-hmm. but we just don't know why. The <laughs> <laughs> chasing. <laughs> okay, which takes us to the final one, Anthony. Solo, Sokoa, 
or Austin Theory. Ooh, I think we're going to disagree on this. <laughs> solo. Okay. Why solo? I think uh, he has the the makings of. Uh, you know what? The one thing I'll say is I don't know what he's like on the mic because that's not his character so it's difficult to do any sort of comparison there but as far as an intimidating badass I think he's doing a really good job on the main roster I think he's got a definite future in the business and I just think he's he's generally going to be more over with the fans than Austin but again I can't really compare promo skills because Austin's character calls for a lot of mic work which he's really good at and Solo's calls for none True. But it's not necessarily the end of it. Solo could have, he could ditch Roman and just take Paul. That is also true. So. But I'm going to go with Solo. Okay, okay. I am going to go Frost Theory, obviously. Ah, sure. um, I don't think Solo can go Solo. Ooh. It, it works. He didn't have a bad run in NXT. So it works when he's the enforcer of the bloodline. Mm. Take that bloodline angle away, right? And this will sound way more derogatory than I mean it to be, because I love the guy. But he's just a Rikishi. Okay. Right? I get what you're saying in that sense, because there's no disrespect to Rikishi. No. But in terms he was of never like, the guy. world champion, he was never the guy. Rikishi, right? Yeah. And he can be fun. He can be intimidating. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he can. I can't see Solo as a world champ. So you don't think he'll ever hit that peak? He'll always be... No. The, the people who elevate the champs kind yeah, of thing I yeah. think so um, I, I just I struggle to see how he breaks out of this whole bloodline thing because it won't go on forever no so either you go down the route of he's the one to dethrone Roman and then okay did that turn him into a megastar or not right or the bloodline disbands or whatever and then he has to go on at it alone or he's the new leader of the bloodline and it just I can't see him doing what, what Roman did and going you know I can now talk and I'm a badass and it all works. Mm. I think he'd be like suffering suckers dash all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I could be absolutely wrong. I do take your points. I'm going to still stick with my original um, decision. Um, but I do take your theory, point that it could go either way. Yeah. Theory, because um, I haven't said any nice things about him and I feel like he deserves it. Um, he gets a lot of shit at the minute as well. Yes, he does. The thing is, though, it's not like go away heat. It's like I'm doing my job as a heel heat, in my opinion. Some people look at him and go, fucking hell, it's theory. But I think it's because he's done enough to make you go, oh, fucking hell, it's theory. Mm. It's not like someone, it's not like Jeff Jarrett. You go, why the fuck is he on my screen again? You're like, oh, fucking hell, theory's going to go on a bollocking thing now and he's going to piss me off, which is what he's meant to be doing, right? Theory is potentially the next John Cena. We said at the start of this, don't, you know, oh, people are doing comparisons. Um, or maybe it's start of another episode. I don't know. We've gone on quite long on yeah. this one. One episode, though. Just like, oh, yeah, shout yeah. out to our own selves. Nice, but, yeah. Um, I just think he's got world, world, you know, champion, like written all over the, all over in this guy. I could honestly see him being in a world title picture in the future. Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I think he's similar to Solo in that sense as well. That it could go either way. I mean, well, yeah, it, it's possible. I think. If you look at it, he's had the selfie gimmick that didn't work. Now he's kind of just got, oh, I'm Austin Theory, and he's kind yeah, of riding this. Down. I beat John Cena and all that. But look at Cena. He came out as like ruthless aggression, didn't work. Came out as a rapper, didn't necessarily work that well. Eventually, he found the whole kind of hustle, loyalty, respect, or whatever, chain gang, that, this, that, other. So fair. he's only I mean, a thing the away from finding The rapper thing that. worked. 
It did, but not as a main event gimmick. No, the rapper got him to the US title, though. And he used that US title. And well, you know, A-Town Downs got him to the US title. No, no, fucking didn't. Well, it has. (laughs) He's got got the the US title and that gimmick. gimmick. technically did. So, you know. The fact that putting him in there with Austin Theory speaks volumes, I think. And I think the right to do so. I'm not not saying it because I think that's what WWE will do. I'm saying it because I agree with what they've done. He should, you know. I can see him just climbing up that card eventually. Because yeah. it's not going to be super soon, but, you know, Roman's not going to be there forever. You know, Seth's going to need other challenges and things down the line. Him and Seth have got a fantastic backstory. They have. People forget about that a little so, bit. So there's, there's stuff Although there. Seth forgot about that as well because he got yeah. left on the side of the ring. For yeah. Whereas Solo, his everything is Roman. Hmm. When Roman's gone, he's got nothing. No. It's just enforcing nothing. So, exactly. So, enforcing nothing. You're going to give Austin a big old slimy push. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, that was Push or Flush, a brand new segment that we thought we'd try. Um, so I enjoyed it. It's good fun. Yeah, it was nice. Um, so let us know if you enjoyed it as well. You know, we'll know by the numbers, of the listeners, and the watchers anyway. But um, if you did enjoy it, give it a thumbs up. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. And who knows? Maybe down the line we'll do another one of these, at, like looking at the attitude era or looking Ooh, at I like it. you know stuff like that. Um, like who should have could been we, pushed. Done, could also maybe do like not necessarily wrestlers. We could do like. Pay-per-views. Yeah. Ones to bin, ones to win. Yeah. So it's, the fucking possibilities are endless, you know? Indeed. Um, so, yeah, let us know in the comments what you thought, whether you agree or disagree with what we said. And, um, yeah, we will catch you on the next one.